Welcome to Anchored with Mike Robinson. As you listen today, you will discover what it means to have Jesus Christ as the anchor of your soul. Let's discover him and find purpose today. We should pray that this, this, this makes sense of prayer. If I'm praying for Jim and I'm praying, I'm not praying that, that Darlene's listening. I'm praying that my father has leaned his ear down to my mouth and I'm taking Jim into the throne room. And as I take Jim into the throne room in prayer, I've lost, I've lost, lost consciousness of Darlene. It's, it's me and God and Jim. And I'm taking Jim and his need to my father who's got his ear bent down to my mouth. Isn't that good? I mean, I actually got this illustration in prayer this week that it was like I could just sense the Lord just, just as we fast and pray, the father is like, Huh? Oh, okay. That's what you want me to do? That's in my word. That's what I'll do. I've sent the Holy Spirit to perform my word. I've sent the Holy Spirit to hover over my word that when you speak it, when I speak it over Jim and my father's listening, the Holy Spirit is there to perform the word that I pray. And I've lost track of you all. And I, it's just at that moment, it's just me and Jim and our father in the throne room when we pray, even in a whole room of people. Isn't that awesome? So if you're called to pray at a family member's house and you feel like, oh, I can't do it. I can't, I can't pray in front of people. I'm too nervous. Chill out. It's okay. Don't worry that you don't speak King James English. Nobody, I don't know anybody that goes verily, verily, I say unto thee. You don't have to do any of that stuff. You just, you just block them out. Why do you think so many times Jesus had people leave the room when he prayed for a miracle? Why do you think, do you think Jesus was nervous? No, I think he was looking for faith, but I think he was also looking for people that weren't just listening to the words of Jesus. They, they understood, Jesus, Jesus, how about you know when you watch Jesus pray, when you see him praying to the Father, when you see him in the garden praying to the Father, you see him in different circumstances, you see that relationship that we're to, he's mimicking that relationship that we're to have. It's not only unbelief. People say, well, it's just the unbelief he wanted out. I don't think it's just the unbelief. I think it was just he didn't want to be seen as, oh, what eloquent prayers Jesus prayed. I think he didn't want to, I think he didn't want to get the, the, the limelight on the praying but on the one who answers prayer. And so I believe that when, when you understand that, that we're not praying for people. Religion does that to people. I'm breaking religion off people today. Because probably if you're nervous about praying, it has something to do with religion. Somebody said something, you, you felt inadequate to pray. I, I'm, I'm praying all that breaks off of you in Jesus' name because we need more people praying and more people getting results. And the Father, listen, he's got his ear leaned to you just like me. It doesn't take a special person. You're a child of God. You got his ear. He's like, you've sat down here. You got my attention and, and I'm ready to hear you and act. Isn't that good? So we should never pray as if people are listening. We should pray as if God has leaned his, his our loving Father has bent his ear towards us. <clears throat> If you do this in private, then when you're in public, you won't get nervous. If you do it in private, it'll just become a way of life. 
Listen, practice on your dog if you have to. You know, practice on your cat. When, when Anna was little, she'd pray for the dog, you know. She cast the spirit out of Zoe when she was little. I don't know what she was doing, but she, she heard it somewhere, and she was praying that. So we just, just, just practice. By bringing the need before God, it bypasses people. We bypass people. We bypass the people that are listening. Sometimes you'll be thrown into situations in a hospital room or somewhere where there'll be all unbelievers. Anybody ever had to pray around all unbelievers? Or you may, you may pray around people who doubt your salvation, or maybe they're, they're kind of people that, that doubt who you really are in God. But you need to just go in there. It says, come boldly. You got the right to run in. If it's Carrie I'm praying for, I got the right to run in and take Carrie before my father, take her need before the throne, and pray. Amen? It doesn't have to be long prayers. If you've heard people praying real long and they sound real eloquent and you thought, man, I could never pray like that, don't even try. Don't shoot for that. I think we overpray the pray God sometimes. <laughs> grace, when we talk about grace, uh, coming to the throne of grace, grace by definition is, is one definition of grace is undeserved favor. But the other definition of grace is divine enablement. If you come boldly before the throne bringing somebody's need, you'll have grace, you'll find grace to give you the words to pray. And God can even interpret groaning, travail. He interprets our heart. He interprets tears. He interprets all those things. But just a word spoken to him, you get divine enablement. God will divinely enable you to be able to pray for people. Isn't that good? He, there's grace to pray. Why? Because prayer is what brings answers. If we don't pray, if we don't ask, we don't receive, right? So it's, it's prayer. It's divine enablement. The throne of God is dripping with grace. It's dripping with grace. Are you all following me? So if I pray in the throne room or in the living room, if I take Jim into the throne room or the living room, it's dripping with grace. It's dripping with divine enablement. When we talk about that, it's dripping, dripping with the gifts of the Spirit. It, it would enable me to prophesy over Jim or to prophesy on Jim's behalf or to prophesy his healing or to pray for his healing. There's the gifts of the Spirit in there, the working of miracles, all these things. When we get, a, when we get free of people and get into the throne room, it's dripping with grace. You'll pray like you never prayed. You'll get, you'll get, last night I just was praying in tongues and praying in the spirit down here in the basement just, just for an hour. I didn't even start out to do that. It was just, I began to travail. I began to pray and I began to weep about, about I'll get, that, get to that in a little bit, but I just, it just came on me and I just began, I found grace. The throne was dripping with grace last night for me to pray because I really needed a breakthrough. Amen. And when you need a breakthrough, the throne is dripping with grace. Isn't that good? I, I'm, I'm getting pictures while I preach this morning, but it's so, it's so awesome. That's why we, we come boldly because there's grace. You don't come boldly because I'm the great prayer. I don't ever do a prayer line and say, everybody come up for, for healing because I feel like I'm a great prayer that day. I feel like God wants to do something in his throne room to touch people. It's not, it's, not, it's not about me feeling bold. It's about the boldness of the Lord. I've, you've got the right. Tell them, all them Martha Mouse and naysayers, to just get out of your way. 
because we got some praying to do. All right? Get, 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 we got to get this person to the throne. What do we want to do? We want to get Levi to the throne. We want to get, we want to get Jude to the throne. We want to, we want to take them before the throne. We lift them up before the throne of God. And, and we pray. We, we get, we get, uh, we can come boldly. It's, it's, Jesus is there. Some people think he's building a mansion for like thousands of years. No, he's, he's, he's making intercession. He, he, he's ever making intercession for us. When we tap, when we get in the Father's living room, in the throne room, and we begin to pray, Jesus is there with us making intercession. He's there making intercession. The Holy Spirit is enabling us, according to Romans 8. He's enabling, he can interpret our groanings, our tears, our travail. He's enabling us. He's praying, he's praying with us. The Holy Spirit will always pray with you, but get this, he doesn't pray without you. He does, you, you've got to pray. You, he prays in agreement with you. You start praying, he's praying. He's praying. There's angels just, there's angels just perched. The, just, just picture this. Just picture this. I hope you can get this. The Father's ear is bent to your mouth, but there's angels stationed on assignment, not the little fat babies with the harps. There's, there's angels stationed, you know, ready to be on assignment. So when, when, you're, when they're released, they can go and, and, and work on your behalf. Their angels are ministering spirits to the heirs of salvation, and they're waiting to hear us pray. Amen. There's nothing religious about it. It's a beautiful thing. I get fired up. Listen, I never made a speech in high school. I never could pray. I never wanted, I'm getting embarrassed in front of people. But the Holy Spirit, when he comes on you, he'll he'll make you that person. As long as you get free of people, you'll be able to pray. When I get up here, I'm a different person. Amen. When you don't like talking in front of people, the Holy Spirit gives us a way out. It's to go to the throne room. See, once you imagine that, you can forget about people. That makes sense? This is making sense of prayer. <laughs> uh, when, when I, again, when I pray before people have said things, well, that don't sound right or whatever. But you know what? I've prayed before and, and prayed stuff I didn't even know I was praying many, 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 many times. And people will say, I've had lost people say, that was so beautiful. Can you say that again? No. <laughs> I can't say that again. I don't, know how to, I don't know how to say it the first time. <laughs> you know, I can't say it again. I can never even preach the same message twice. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know how I would ever say that again. It, it's, it's, a, it's a crazy thing. But when we get the mindset that the throne room is, is the Father's living room, we will get results. Some people fall in the, in the religious trap of wanting to sound like other people sound. Newsflash, people can't answer prayer. So don't try to mimic other people praying. God's the one we want to answer. We're not concerned about the people. Let them laugh. Let them mock. Let them do whatever, okay? So uh, how, many, how many in here, you want to see more people healed this year than ever? You want to see people saved? Um, you want to take them to the throne without worrying about what you sound like? How many tired of worrying what you sound like? <laughs> Thank you. got hands. Don't worry. Don't pray religious prayers. Pray heartfelt prayers. How many have prayed over a meal? Now, I've done this, so I'm not picking on anybody. How many, prayed, how many in here has had to pray over a meal and you got nervous? Okay. How many have prayed, oh, Lord, bless the hands that have prepared it? 
I prayed that. Has anybody else prayed that? Why? Why? Because we had to fill in some time? Or did we really mean it? But, but my, my question was this, and of course this is me with God. We, I said, God, why do they pray that? Why not bless the whole person? Just bless their hands. <laughs> but cut the rest off. Just, just break both their legs, but bless their hands, Lord. <laughs> you know, why would we pray such a stupid thing? Sorry. You know why religion? That's a religious spirit. We pray it because we heard it. Oh, I got to sound spiritual, so I'm going to, okay, God, I, I, I got to pray. They asked me to pray. I'm on the spot. What do I do? Oh, bless the hands that have prepared it. Isn't it funny? I mean, I'm not picking on anybody, but isn't it funny? Like, why do we do It's religion. That is religion. That means we've been listening to people pray, and we want to sound like they sound, because that sounds good. That sounds spiritual, doesn't it? Oh, bless the hands that have prepared it. What about their pee-picking heart? What about, what about the rest of them? What about their neck, their gizzard, their liver, whatever? What, what, about, what about the rest of their body? So, so we've got these people that have served the Lord and blessed the Lord, and we just want to bless their hands? Why? I don't get it. No dry skin, no dishpan hands. I, I, don't, I don't even know where that even came from. Like, I scripturally tried to find where that came from, and I can't find it. Like, why would we not bless the whole person? If you look at the Jewish people, they were, they were into blessing the whole person, you know? So I don't know. I just, I'm just trying to show us like how silly we are sometimes thinking that's real spiritual. Is it? Now, if you pray, bless their hands, and you mean it, good. That's a good prayer. But if you pray just because it's something you heard and it, it, it sounds spiritual, then maybe we're praying for people. We're not praying to take them to the throne. Amen. Can I tell you one thing I learned that, that about blessing food changed me is when I went to Bulgaria. <laughs> when you eat donkey, you pray different. You know, when you eat stuff, when you eat stuff that has flies all over it, you pray different. You know, we'd scoop the flies off every day and eat the food, and you, that's all you had. So you had to eat what you had to eat, you know. But I'm saying it changes your blessing. It's not like bless the hands is prepared. It's like, God, don't let me die. Okay, now probably if you prayed that at a church dinner, you'd offend somebody, okay? So don't do that. But isn't it funny how, how we, I'm just being real, I, and I've done it, so I'm not picking on anybody. I've done it, and, and I'm sure everywhere today after church, there's going to be lots of people blessing the hands that have prepared it. Thanks for tuning in today. You can find us at anchorchurch.live. Please let us know you're listening by filling out the digital connection card on our website. Again, that's anchorchurch.live. Remember, stand firm, stay anchored to Jesus, and you will weather any storm.